It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, City Ranch Boot Company, doing the show here live today. Uh, Jordan Runon joining us now, ESPN, covers those giants. Jordan, you've had more fun years. The Gi- Giants kind of got back <laughs> in it last year, kind of thought, hey, could this be a you know playoff team for years to come? And oh, they go right back to their old ways first of all great to uh, great to have you on a busy thursday as you get ready to head toward the metroplex man we cannot wait in fact i may meet you out at the airport all right we're very excited to have you in town let's go i'm looking forward to it yeah, that's always a good trip i actually was ranking my stadium my favorite uh, stadium to go to a game at and we just went to vegas this past week so that was uh my first uh trip to vegas so i've now done all 30 current stadiums number one on my list of games to come to is dallas and at&t stadium maybe it has a little jerry's got us a little bit by bringing that little beer tap after the game maybe that just adds a little something but the experience is always amazing yeah some riders do not wait till they're off deadline I've noticed to go grab a little bit of that, okay? And uh, uh, we will not name names, but, uh, yeah, Yeah. you know, it's uh, interesting. Uh, And back in the day, boy, Galloway and others, they would have it on Media Row. Like, you'd you'd watch it like a Lakers-Mavs game from the 80s. And... (laughs) Like the beat riders would be drinking beers courtside. I mean, it was really some old school uh, stuff. But this has been this. It is it is a little bit of a new world now. Like sports riders run and work out and lift and and do things like that that are so strange or or the things that they're into. It's just not the thing that most of us grew up in sports riding are into um i did like your analytics you were turning to esp and analytics for your uh, you're now looking at what's the giants chances at the number one overall pick and then uh top five um <laughs> so how about this Matt, how about and, I, and i'm sure that? so I, I looked on monday right and uh daniel jones wasn't yeah. officially ruled out for the season yet so they had it at yeah. uh, nine point something percent. I don't know exactly off the top of my head. And then it jumped into twenty something percent when they ruled Daniel Jones out for the season and had Tommy DeVito in at quarterback. So that's what you're getting. You know, a quarterback who's an undrafted <laughs> rookie didn't even have a great college career, right? Uh, and he makes the odds jump some sixteen percent. By being the starting quarterback, that's what the Cowboys are getting this week. I kept asking all week, like, remind me, where did Tommy DeVito go to college? Like, he's going to be the 10th rookie to start this season, 10th rookie quarterback. And, um, I mean, and I kind of had to to go and, and, uh, let's see, Syracuse and Illinois. I remember. I mean, it's just a. Okay. Yeah, the name rings a bell. Final year in Illinois. Uh Most of his time was at Syracuse. All right, this kind of reminds me when the Cowboys rolled out Ben DiNucci, 
the nooch. Oh, yeah. And against, like, the the Steelers or somebody else, the nooch was a good – he would drop down and go sidearm on you. Now, if he had to make a normal throw, it was not going to be good. It was not going to go well. Does DeVito – I like a good headband. Like he that, does, DeVito way. has a look about him. What's that? I think he's kind of similar in a way, then. DeVito has that. He throws like a little... Oh, yeah. He's got that little sling, sidearm sling. How about this about Tommy DeVito? Now, you tell me if you've ever heard of this in professional football, okay? Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants right now, right? He's living at home with his parents. He's from New Jersey. (laughs) He lives nine miles from... He's living at home with his parents. Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. I like that. Uh, he's. Uh, I like uh, that. It. And by the way, rare. he. That's rare. Yeah, it is rare. I was just seeing there was an NBA player like that recently, I saw, that was. Uh, or a baseball player that kind of shocked me what they were doing and who they were living with. They had like a roommate downtown, San Francisco. Who was the. Oh, the quarterback for San. It was Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's oh, making Brock whatever Purdy, seven or eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and he's got a roommate. Yeah, he's got a little old car. He's got a roommate there that he has. This guy went to Don Bosco. All right, and yep. I Parcells may come out of retirement to coach a kid from Don Bosco. I just feel like that's all he ever talked about. Like in, in my in my mind, that's all I I feel like he said Don Bosco over and over again. And you know that school just right down the road. From uh, from where you are right right now, you, everything that you in in Texas think about New Jersey, you know, like Jersey Shore, yeah. what somebody from New Jersey would be like. I mean, Tommy De- DeVito yeah. is the epitome of that. I'm telling you. <laughs> now, it, like like people think we have horses and everything down here, and they love showing that. They love to show that we're, like, riding in on uh, horses. Now, have you gotten to know these other quarterbacks? Barkley, Matt Barkley has arrived on campus. Jacob Eason, I don't think he's been in a lot of NFL games. Um, I mean, it's a rough crew. And Tyrod said that he, he, he doesn't think he's it's a season-ending thing. So there may be – we may see – I feel like Tyrod's been around long enough to just let the man rest, right? Let him let him heal from this thing and maybe give it a go next year. Like bringing Tyrod Taylor back this season to get a win or two would be – to me, might be a bad thought. Well, here's the flip side, though. Think about this. Saquon Barkley, who's friendly with Tyrod Taylor. What does he think if you don't yeah. bring back Tyrod Taylor when Saquon Barkley, who by the way is in the contract year, is getting 30 carries a game? How do you not bring back Tyrod Taylor at that point? Or at least, you know, say, hey, we're trying to win here. I, trust me, they're not going to... Matt, they average 11, they're averaging 11.2 points per game with Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor as a quarterback. They could bring Tyrod back. You're not going to play any games. You don't got anything to worry about, okay? Yeah, that's right. Trying would be benching Daniel Jones, <laughs> but sadly <laughs> he's, mean, got the, uh, he's got the he's got the. That's right. Um, uh, some good news for the Giants. They got uh, Aziz Ajilari could come off the injured list and uh, yeah. and the IR and, and see what he could possibly bring. Paint a rosy picture if you could. What's the only chance? 
like they have against the Cowboys. I haven't looked at this line. You probably have. It's got to be like 12 or 13 or something like that. What? Uh, what's the? What, what, what would they have? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, oh, six, 15? 16? Keep going. 17? 18? Yeah. Last I checked, it was 17 today. 17. I like the Giants to cover that. I like the Giants to cover that. I really do. I, I There's something so, about so – I think the that. Cowboys are going to get bored at some point. Yeah. I'll give you the scenario, and this is why I think the Giants could cover it, because this defense is a, can be a pretty good defense. Like, they were playing really well. They, they laid a, an egg last week in, in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, they, played a, they played a poor game. Josh Jacobs ran all over them. But the previous three games – they allowed 33 total points. And one of those games was on the road against Buffalo and Josh Allen. Like, this defense is pretty good. Getting Aziz Ojolari helps back there. Now they Obviously, they lost Leonard Williams. And I don't think uh, Adoree Jackson's dealing with concussion. I'd be surprised if he makes it back. But I haven't seen him on the field this week. So that is down two players. But this could be a decent defense. This is a defense that you're not just going to automatically go on the field and score 30 on. Like, really. Like, they, they can play you tough. And I can see the Cowboys struggling to get to, you know, 20, 24 points against this defense. I really can. You know, especially if Ojolari, if he comes back and gives him something as an edge rusher opposite Kayvon Thibodeau, like that's probably what he's going to do, play like uh, a pass rush specialist type role in his first game back. So, you know, Wink Martindale, this defense, this is not a bad defense. And the one thing I will say about the offense, yeah, they stink. They're averaging 11.2 points per game. Andrew Thomas returned last week. He got injured in the opener, remember, on that blocked field goal. That's really when the Giants' season went down the tube. The blocked field goal in the opener, the first points for the Cowboys this season. Andrew Thomas trying to chase down the blocked field goal, uh, pulled his hamstring, missed seven games after that, okay? Andrew Thomas is the (laughs) single most important player on this Giants' team because the drop-off between him and the next guy is like all pro to I shouldn't be in the NFL. Like, that's what the Giants left tackle. So the Giants could not overcome that. He's been, he came back last week. Their offensive line, Justin Pugh now got to move to left guard. Ben Bredesen got to out of center. So now their offensive line is in the best shape it's been in at any point this season. And, you, and Saquon Barkley's healthy. So you could run the ball with Saquon Barkley. Run the ball, play good defense. That's what the Giants have going for them. All right, and hopefully uh, Wink Martindale, Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, uh, he and Xavier McKinney apparently have talked it out, but uh, that was interesting. <laughs> McKinney's comments after that game uh, sounded kind of sensitive. I, we, we don't, he's a captain on that defense, not feeling heard. We're not, I'm not really feeling heard. I've not really seen a lot of defensive coordinators who, like, make their players feel heard or whatever. But I thought that was interesting. Martindale basically said when you all ask him today, or in the past 24 hours about it, kind of said, yeah, I, I was kind of hurt. And, and what was the comment? Is like He said, I said, what? Like, yeah. like, like yeah. the comments. I, I kind of I like it when a coach admits, because they normally would play it down. No, no, no. Just part of the game. He just wants to play. He just, he's a competitor. But Wink kind of let the, let the media know, hey, no, I was. Uh, I did have my feelings hurt a little bit. Yeah, Wink's, Wink Martindale's a guy who is a very successful coach in this league for a long time, right? 
Uh, came from the Ravens. Has had some really good defenses over the years. He's a good coach. Very good coach. He's been up for head coaching jobs in the past few years as well. He's not going to let that sit out there. First of all, he's, he's awesome at press conferences. He's super honest. He's going to tell you what's going on. He's not going to let that narrative sit out there and just be like, yeah, we, you know what? You know, we, we talked it over and let it sit out there that there maybe there is something faster in this defense. He's going to get ahead of it, and that's kind of what you saw there. So what happened was, after the game, I literally asked, because it was just me and Xavier McKinney, and I asked him, I said, you know, how big a loss is it for you to, you know, potentially lose your quarterback for the rest of the season? And he's like, it's tough. And then he went on this, like, kept going on and on about how the defensive leaders aren't getting hurt. So obviously he just wanted to get that off his chest. I think in retrospect, yeah. what it was, was just frustration, Matt. One guy just pissed off after the game, just venting his frustration. He didn't like a specific play, I believe it was. One specific play that went out there, and he just vented. And so I do do not think it's something that you see this defense just crumble and fall apart. But it is a crack in the ship, and they're 2-7, and seven, and we've seen it here the past few years. It's one thing when things go great, and Brian Dable had the horseshoe up, up, you know, in his back pocket all last year, and everything goes great. Your everyone's culture looks great, but you really get tested at the guys in the locker room when things, when the, you know what hits the fan. And I think we're at that point right now. And this is going to be a key test. Is this just one guy who is frustrated, or is there more to it? Because a lot of times when he makes those comments, he's obviously talking to usually with guys behind the scenes, right? And is there more to it? Is yeah. there a whole bunch of guys that are thinking and uh, want to express kind of the same thing? Yeah, that, I love that you were right there in the middle of it. You know, you're just asking a question. He shares that with you. And uh, and I, I've been in those situations, and Xavier probably, like, later in the week sees you, and he's like, well, thanks, dude. I mean, the truth <laughs> is, though, he was talking to a reporter. It's not like you hid anything from him. But he, he was uh, getting some things off his chest. But as only can happen in New York, the tabloids get a hold of that, and it becomes, this is their favorite thing, right? You've got a player going after a coach. Oh, my gosh, and then a the coach and all that. But uh, yeah. I should have known Jordan Ronan right in the middle of that. Uh, I mean, and all of that. But, he uh, just kept going on and on and on. And, you know, I, I hear you. That. No, you gotta you got to go with that. You got to go with that. You can't. You can't be. People just want to talk and vent. You know. You have that. Oh, you certainly have that about you. I think it's just your, your hair as it's gotten a a tad bit of like gray in it. People just trust you. They're like, I think I can open up to this guy. Um, What were you taking off that conductor hat? You were taking off that conductor hat for what was that about? I saw that on Twitter. What was the conductor? Why were you retiring? The what's that about? When no one else was on the Daniel Jones bandwagon the last couple of years, I kept saying I thought that he could turn into a good quality quarterback, <laughs> which we saw last year. But now the reality is the Giants franchises, they're about to draft in the top five, top ten, yeah. at the very worst. It's hard to lead the Daniel Jones bandwagon because, you know, when you have a top pick and you have a chance to get a, a, one of the, especially in a, court, a draft that's supposed to be very quarterback rich, it's hard to see a path where Daniel Jones is the quarterback for this team long-term at this point. Yeah, that doesn't seem like something 
that's going to happen. But, boy, people wanted it to happen, and I understand why. And uh, he had such, he had, you know, some great moments last season. I mean, there's just stuff that makes you think it. And then, uh, and by the way, these broadcasters have been tough on quarterbacks this year. Have you noticed that? Uh, Troy's been, oh, yeah. been well, beating up on poor Troy, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Maybe, and then um, maybe the quarterback play hasn't been very good. I think that's it. But uh, Peyton's been Peyton was kind of when he came into that one game. Peyton was like immediately like they'll be lucky if they get like if he throws it five times or whatever he said. Yeah, I'm like, much. dang, Peyton's like a funny dude, but he's also kind of a nice. He's not a mean-spirited guy, and for some reason, like the fangs come out with the Zach Wilson. I don't, I don't really understand it. Like, what's Zach done to anybody? Well, Matt, There's a, yeah. Matt, the two New York teams are averaging 25 points per game together. Okay, <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, but I saw that guy drop one. He fired that ball in there, and the guy, the Jets guy, just dropped it right off his chest. I, I just oh, Troy uh, needs yeah. to settle down. Troy measures everybody by him uh, against himself. All right, and that's not fair. I mean, that's his point of reference for everything. Got to settle down a little bit. Oh, by the way, Dak. 374 yards, three touchdowns, throwing on the run. He's back. He's back. So you will encounter one of the great quarterbacks of the NFL on Sunday, okay? Just be ready for Wink that. Wink said that. That's the exact, exact term he used, Wink Marindell said. He thought Dak was totally back. Yeah. I'm saying it to be facetious. I think Wink was trying to be for that? real with that. Yeah, Wink and I are kind of back to the level he was earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year was a dash. Wink and I have. Well, listen. Um, I hope you're you're being careful. It worries me when I hear you like traveling because I know those those freeways there. And they're not really free, are they? Whatever you call them, turnpikes. I know how turnpikes. scary that can be getting around that area. Nah, yeah, we're yeah. Almost, I'm, we're I'm, I still owe some. Now. We're all good. Okay, are you, are, did you pass Don Bosco on your way home? <laughs> you <just passed. laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Hey, fun to talk to you as always. I'll be looking for you Sunday, and there'll be a great spread and some really good mac and cheese from Jerry Jones just for you. Yeah, let's do it. We'll have one of those beers. Lone Star. Love my Lone Star. Pre- <laughs> like pregame. Yeah, let's really, let's really have a time. No, no. That's, we, we will not, certainly not do that. But uh, who knows what happens later in the evening. Yeah, very, very professional. All right, Jordan, uh, thank you very much and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. All right, Matt. Thanks for having me. Speak soon. You bet. You bet. Jordan Ronan, we've known each other for many, many years and I knew him as a, as a, Young writer, and then he ended up with the Giants, covering the Giants, and now uh, covers the Giants for ESPN. I used to have to go to all the Giants games, Giants-Cowboys, and all the Eagles games, and the Commanders, sadly, used to be the Redskins. And uh, But got to know I got to know a lot of those people real well, so that was fun. Um, okay, we've got a lot to get